What's going on, boys? You know what I'm saying? Everybody walking on the face of the earth trying to judge J-Rock. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But I ain't shook because the fuckers trying to take me out and stuff. But they can't, right? You know what I'm saying? You're saying, you know what I'm saying? Too many times. 80 or 90 times. That's too many times. Once or twice is cool, but 80 or 90 times, man. What, from the department of known sayings? You taking the known senses? You counting my known sayings? We're hanging out, right? It's eight or nine saying. times? That's you too many known sayings. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? You're counting my known sayings. How am I supposed to be myself when you're counting my known sayings all the time? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, yes. I know what you're saying. Let's hear it from Fox. Gotcha, gotcha slipping, didn't I? But what's going on, everybody? How are you doing today? I am happy to know, happy to know ya. What's going on? Do you remember me? It's your buddy Mortimer Main, the OJ with the original juice, the safe cracker, El Matador, the magic man coming at you with the tracks, the knowledge, the jokes, the tunes, the vibrations, the energy, the sonic, all of it, all of it. Take it all in, baby, because we only get about 30 minutes or less, you know what I'm saying, before I got to go do other things. So here we go, because we got a big day, man. We got a fantastic day, because we're still in the Fs, and we got hip-hop legends, pioneers, if you please, all right? The fat boys, man, the fat boys. Big, big, (laughs) big group, man. All right. I'm so looking forward to talking about these guys and giving them some ups because, uh, yeah, man, I've been on the Fat Boys since I was a kid, all right? Since a baby, since the 80s, man. I was, like, busting little freestyles. I was a little kid. I was like, yo, yo, if you're brushing the floss and my smile is awesome. You know, maybe. But, okay, okay, I'm already tripping. Today, okay, this morning, 
we watched. And when I say we, I mean myself and all the staff and, you know, like any guests that are here that early, which sometimes happens. Sometimes the band shows up. Sometimes they don't. And we watch a movie and we eat lunch. And today we watched one uh, a movie that was my favorite movie of all time. It held this spot for like six years, man. Okay, can you guess? What if I'm like, pia, pia, pia. Okay, what if I'm like, you're just like, oh, Kill Bill, Volume 1, son. And I'm just like, yes, man. Yes, woman. Yes, my friends. That is it. That was the big one, man. It's so crazy. It's so, it's so friggin' good. I can't even really get into the story, you know. I don't even have time to get into the story. If you haven't seen it, you must see this movie. It's an important movie. It's an important film. I'm hard-pressed to say what was better, Tarantino's Reservoir Dogs or Kill Bill Volume 1. I really don't know, man. But what I do know is, saw this movie in the theater on opening night, okay? 2003, I was definitely with my friend Scott. We went, like, put our jackets down on the seats, went outside, got lifted, you know, got lit up because the anticipation for this movie was intense. Being Tarantino fans that we both were, are, but majorly back then. And yeah, it did not disappoint. It did not disappoint to the extent that, believe it or not, we went back again the next night, man. We saw it opening night and we saw it the second night too because we were just like, what did, first time we saw it, the game had just been changed. We were like, what was that? It was so amazing. Like, you know, we we gotta go, like there's, you know, uh, so that's what we did. Recommend the movie, check it out. Okay, The Fat Boys. The Fat Boys. This is a single. This is a 12 inch single that I got, man. My only Fat Boys record, of course, because you know, Fat boys wax would be enough hard to come by, all right? Very difficult to get your hands on some of this original stuff. But these guys were big. They were gold and platinum in the 80s. They were on TV. They were in the movies. They were much loved by all. But we're going to be talking about them today because of like their hip-hop contribution. But they're mainly known for just pop culture in general. Not necessarily being skilled MCs or like a game-changing beatboxer, uh, you know, that was Buff Love. Or had anything to say with their lyrics or, you know, their fashion. Because they did all those things, I think. But then, you know, they were also, they got a three-movie deal. They were spokespeople, you know, in advertisements. Um, yeah, so check it out, man. These guys were from Brooklyn, New York. BK, baby. That's where Big L lives. That's where one of our listeners, Big L lives. And these guys were, uh, they popped off in the early 80s. And I remember these guys from when I was a kid. And I learned today that the most likely place that I got the most exposure to the Fat Boys was in 1987 when they did a version of the song Wipeout with the Beach Boys. Okay, can you believe that? <laughs> and it was a big hit, it was their biggest hit and they did a video and I watched the video today and like it's pretty funny. 
these guys, if you don't know anything about him, you gotta check him out, okay? But my main point today is that when they first came out, they were not a novelty act, okay? In fact, the Fat Boys, apparently it wasn't even originally a reference to their body mass, okay? It was fat as in like, yo, fat farm, fresh, maybe got a fat back, you know what I'm saying? P-H-A-T, pretty hot and tempting. Fat, it's good, fat, not obese. <laughs> Hip hop was born in New York, right? Scratching records, doing your little fucking toasting, you know, your lyrics over the records. If you didn't have a stereo system, you could beatbox, you know, you could have like one of your buddies lay down the beat. It's easy. And then the other guy just starts flowing. It's like, I was thinking about it today, it's like beatboxing allowed for hip-hop artists like one soccer ball allows for a soccer star you know what i mean it's kind of like you just need that one thing and that's why soccer it's such a great sport like you don't need a field you don't need goals you just need the one thing to kick around right and so trying to you know freestyle flow without a beat it's fine it's okay but um, it just, it doesn't sound as good in mine and a lot of people's opinion if you have that, like, the beat in the background. You know what I'm saying? It's having someone that can properly beatbox for you is like someone who has that soccer ball. You know what I mean? It's important. It's important because people got time on their hands. You know what I'm saying? Kids got time on their hands, right? So what are we going to do? Let's do some creative. Of course, rapping is poetry, right? You know, it's your lyrics, it's what you want to say, whatever you want to say. And uh, the beatboxer from the Fat Boys, R.I.P. Buff Love, this guy was like the original dude, okay? He had the talent, like the other guys said, like we're talking uh, Mark, Prince Marky D. Morales, and Damien Kulrocksky, they were like, Buff Love was the guy. Buff Love was the one that got the attention. Buff Love was the one that like probably won the talent show, you know? So this guy was doing the beatboxing and he started to get pretty well known for it with the Fat Boys. Like more so than, you know, the other famous beatboxers or up and coming beatboxers, Bismarcky. Oh baby, you, you got what I need. That guy, um, Dougie Fresh, okay? The Fat Boys were right in there with these guys, with these other hip hop legends. And when they started off, this is a super cool story, man. I'm gonna tell it after, cause I'm just gonna, we're just gonna, I'm gonna put on track right now, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna listen to what they're about. This is their real hip hop. This is, uh, this is talking about slang, street slang, you know? Come correct, get respect, baby. Don't front. What is front? We're gonna we're gonna hear the fat boys explain it right now, okay? That's a good message to remember. Don't be fake, don't front, you know what I'm saying? Deal with the real. Here we go. Fat boys, 
That's what I'm saying. Definitely don't front, you know, stop fronting. Don't even start fronting, right? It's like smoking. Don't even start. Okay. I bet you everyone is like, yo, man. Yo, Morty, man. Magic. That was run DMC. And I'm like, oh, what an astute auditory observation because man doesn't ever sound like them right like that's the format that's what the beats were like and when run dmc came along they because they basically invented the game that's what the sound was like but that was no that was the fat boys that wasn't run dmc but check this out they were hooked up with run dmc and russell simmons early on okay talking about crush groove i'm talking about def jam this is my favorite story of the day 1983 this swiss dude okay living in new york was just like oh hip-hop's pretty dope he wanted to start a competition he needs like to see who was the best like mc dj whatever the hip-hop talent show he got coca-cola to sponsor a competition that ran like i think all summer in 83 every saturday they went to a different borough and like all the kids got together and they had to have a competition and then they were, like the winner was crowned there and so uh the fat boys won their competition because people were feeling them and then uh at like the the culmination of all that was then like i think like the all borough competition happened and then the winner of that, this was held at Radio City Music Hall, and the winner of that was given a rec record contract. And the second place group was given like some stereo equipment. And so the Fat Boys ended up winning that basically by accident because they, they all said that they were only trying to win the stereo equipment, you know, but they ended up winning. And their rise to fame coincided with like, you know, other people we've talked about uh, at Russell Simmons, who was. You know, the movie Crush Groove was based off of the story of Russell Simmons, Run DMC, and the Fat Boys. So you gotta check them out. The Fat Boys, they were originally called the Disco 3. So like I said, yeah, their first album, when they when they got a record deal, they were the Fat Boys already, but they were originally the Disco 3. And one of the songs on that album that came out in 1983 was called Fat Boys. But like I said, they said originally it wasn't because they were fat. Because man, I started looking into the Fat Boys stuff and I was just like, these guys were fat boys like they don't even they're not even fat right like they're, they're i don't know man like uh, i was just like it was actually a conscious move by their management it was the gimmick right and then pretty soon like once everyone they're all lovable and selling swatch watches and stuff on mtv you know not rapping about guns and you know street life anymore they were just they just became like this kind of like joke band rapping about food and uh that was their thing but they were one of the first groups to release a full-length hip-hop album which is pretty impressive the first uh two albums were produced by curtis blow another legend these are the breaks uh so he was helping them out uh, established dj mc and producer so after they exploded on the scene and they were in movies like Disorderlies and in commercials, their music career kind of started to, you know, whatever. They weren't, they weren't like, they were no longer real hip hop for anyone, right? So all they were trying to do is just maintain their fame. So much like Run DMC pulled Aerosmith out of their like 10 year long quagmire with walk this way 
the Fat Boys hooked up with the Beach Boys, who had also been in like, you know, the no creativity quagmire of the 70s, 80s, until Cocktail, until uh, Kokomo came out in 89. They had a huge hit together. Like it was a symbiotic hit. <laughs> Plus using that uh, that awesome um, wipeout riff, man. And so that was no accident because every, the record label saw what Run DMC had done for Aerosmith. So everyone was like, okay, let's get the Fat Boys to do that for the Beach Boys. And they did. And it was also a big hit for the Fat Boys. And then fucking get this on the same album the fat boys covered twist with chubby checker and they did a video with him and it was another big hit so like same formula it was like chubby's twist again you know they're like oh old band new hip-hop hit next year old band new hip-hop hit using their old song and then uh it was pretty much after that that they were done but while that was happening the same time the same year their fourth album called Crushin came out in 1987 and it had this track they're about to listen to because they were so popular they were approached by the makers of the Nightmare on Elm Street film people Wes Craven all right for uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4 and they were on the soundtrack and that is the record that we're listening to today the 12 inch single fat boys are you ready for freddy it's got four tracks on it we're gonna be we already listened to back and forth now we're gonna listen to are you ready for freddy right from the movie all right don't get scared now okay don't be falling asleep on me freddy will come get ya <laughs> Even in part three, the dream warriors fail. And Mr. Big Time Freddy Krueger prevails. In 
watch out, I'm gonna thrill you too. So my advice to you is to stay ready, cause you know who's back. And I'm here to say, I'll wrap you up and take you away If you feel like you're tired and ready for bed Don't fall asleep or you'll wake up dead and neighbors so there it is man that's some early new york city original hip-hop juice man dare i say these guys helped lead the way with their commercial appeal of hip-hop outside of new york city into the rest of the world so big ups to the guys man prince marky d r.i.p just died this year in 2021 peace to buff love died in 1995 man buff cat was five feet four inches tall and weighed 633 pounds when he died that sad man so uh peace to those guys peace to cool rock ski you still alive keep doing your thing thanks for doing what you did man these guys i gotta say too like you gotta check out the cover because these guys yeah they they were fat but i don't they never really got clowned on for that because they they came they looked cool like, look at the cover of this album on the Instagram page. Like, you got Buff with the gold grill. You got Prince with the full four-fingered Manhattan skyline gold ring. It's awesome. These guys used to wear fat gold ropes. Always had the freshest gear, you know. Not a speck on their shoes. Wearing the Adidas better than anybody else. They had the raccoon skin hat, which was like... I don't even know, like that style is so wild, but it was just them, you know, that was Prince. So uh, yeah, hope you had fun listening. Thanks for joining us, everyone, today in the lounge. That was a really cool uh, show that uh, I'm really happy I was able to do because I only got this Fat Boys record maybe a year ago or so. Otherwise, there would have been no Fat Boys for us. But don't worry, they conquered our man Freddy because we're still in the Fs. We got F, 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 something else, something else. We got more Fs coming, you know what I'm saying? So for now, my friends, I'm going to say farewell to all the fans, all right? And peace to the Fat Boys. Peace to all y'all. Peace to all the gods on the earth. Each one, teach one, baby. Think about, do you think an act today in 2021 with three morbidly obese group members calling themselves the fat boys, the fat girls, and the fat people. Do you think that would go off? Do you think they would gain any sort of uh, measure of success? What do you think? Have times changed so much, I wonder. All right. Bring it back here one time, about 24 hours, all right? We'll be back, we're gonna do it all again. We're gonna talk about more stuff, it's gonna be cool. But for now, peace. Don't worry, I will see you tomorrow. Peace.